Hey, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Review It Rob show. I'm of course your host, the one and only Review It Rob, coming at you with a brand new episode. I've already said that. <laughs> Anyways, off the rails. What a fun episode this is going to be, man. Um, as promised, I'm going to talk about my return to the movie theater that I did this weekend as well. Big time episode this week as I have a special guest joining me to talk all things DC fandom that went on this past Saturday as they're recording this episode, so not to waste any time because me and that uh, special guest, we talked for a while, so going to jump in already right away with uh, how my trip back to the theaters went. You've been follow- following this uh, show, you know how much I've just absolutely missed going to the movie theater, so being able to finally go back to the movie theaters this weekend was just a dream, so basically how it went, I always buy my tickets on the Regal app, which I highly suggest and makes the process of getting into the theater much quicker. Uh, You know, you go through the door, you have the Regal app open, they scan the ticket, you're good to go, right? So, easy process and it helps with social distancing very well as well. Uh, At the time I went, theater was not really packed or busy, so that was good. Um, I went in there and concession stand, I wanted to check out concession stands, how it worked. Plus I got, because uh, since the theaters were closed during my actual birthday, I got a free small popcorn as a birthday gift they went ahead and decided to give me that again because obviously the theaters were closed at the time of my birthday as well had enough credits on my uh, regal card for seeing so many movies for a free small drink so i went to the success plus pepsi is now in regal so that's freaking awesome for this pepsi fan went to the concession stand again things are set up well they have the stickers on the ground six feet away from each other good to go Uh, And there is a hand sanitizer um, stand to where you can sanitize your hands whenever you need to. So, they're set up and ready to go. Easy process from there, basically. Walks right down the hallway, which was just... I'm not... You can call me crazy, call me what you will, but just... I was so, like, giddy that whole time. As soon as I pulled into the movie parking lot and just parked in the movie theater, I was just so happy and excited. And I just had this pep in my step walking through the movie theater to be finally back in theaters... So yeah, when I was walking down the hallway, I was super excited, super pumped about the fact I was back in a movie theater. And, you know, uh, like I mentioned, the theater wasn't really all that packed at the time, so I didn't really experience how they're spacing things out inside the movie theater itself, uh, where you're going to sit and enjoy the film. Because there weren't that many people there at the time I I went, that could possibly be very different this weekend when I go to see uh, The New Mutants. But... As well as Tenet. I'm planning on seeing Tenet as well. Um, so that could be very different from my experience this time. But either way, this time I had a great time. It's great. With the Regal app, you can pick your seat and everything. Um, I think it's different for different Regals. The Regal for me, thankful, thankfully, you can pick the seat you want to sit in. So that's going to help with social distancing as well, I think, through the Regal app. But I went into the theater, sat down, had my popcorn, had my drink, and I watched... Absolute classic of the film, Back to the Future, on the big screen for the first time ever, and God, that movie just holds up. What a great time that was, just seeing that movie, and theaters, uh, they have more classic films out this week. I'm, I'm, I mean, Jurassic Park's back in theaters, so I have to make time to go see that. I always make time to go see uh, my all-time favorite movie, Jurassic Park, when it's back in theaters, so definitely going to figure that out, but um, uh, The Dark Knight's back in theaters this week as well, so I'm trying to decide if I want to see that, because like I mentioned before, seeing New Moons this week, and planning on seeing uh, Tenet uh, next week, so nonetheless, my return to the movie theaters went smooth, 
fun process, easy process to get through. Um, after I got out of the film, uh, like I mentioned, there's a hand sanitizer station right up front when you come around the corner. You can put your hand under there, squeeze, you get hand sanitizer, clean your hands off, and then you're good to go. So, they're set up well. Regal, this is Regal Theaters. I can't speak for, you know, AMC or any other theater chain because I mostly go to Regal. Uh, the, my Regal Theater was set up perfectly fine. They had their distance markings going on. They had sanitizer stations set up. And it was an easy process in and out. So, happy to say the return went fantastic. Loved seeing Back to the Future in theaters. And, you know, here we go. Theaters are back open and I couldn't be more excited. That, um, as far as news and everything like that, I'm going to talk about news on next week's episode because the news for this week's episode is DC Fandom, the event of a lifetime for us DC fans. Um, so, going to take a break. Going to play the commercial for... Uh, Haunters Podcast, and then we're going to be back with this special guest to talk all things DC Fandom. Hold tight. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! Second comes an unprecedented global fan event. Hello, everybody. It's all DC all the time. DC fandom is unlike anything you've ever seen before. I'm actually standing inside a stage that Jim Lee himself drew. How incredibly cool is that? It's crazy, right? This worldwide mega event is for DC fans across the globe. So far, DC fandom. Hola, mi gente. Guten Tag, meine Freunde. We've got exclusive footage, insider info, the latest DC news, and huge announcements. You know what I'm talking about. There was no way that I could come here and not bring a look at the movie. There's so much cool content to look at. That was a really special episode. Designed just for you, the absolute DC fan. It's amazing! There's something that I can show you. Exclusive content! Stuff that seems impossible ends up becoming possible. I am beyond excited to be sharing this moment with you guys. Awesome. Hang on tight, because we are about to whisk you around the DC fandom. Are you guys ready? Let's get this thing started. DC Fandom, Hall of Heroes. All fans welcome, 24 hours only. All right, welcome back to the Review at Rob Show, and it is time to talk all things DC fandom. And I've got a special guest, my very first ever special guest on the Review at Rob Show, the man, the myth, the legend, one-third of Haunter's Podcast, if you will. Zach Hilton is here with me. What's up, Zach? Hello, Rob. Thank you for having me as your first guest on the Review at Rob Show. Yes, so fantastic to have you as my first guest. I, I mean, we've connected through podcasting, become pretty much brothers at this point, I would say, right? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we've we've hung out at HHN. We've done multiple shows together. You've been on uh, the Hunters podcast. I've been on Disnoids. It's been a beautiful blossoming relationship this entire time. Yeah, dang right it has been. We're about to hang out in like less than a month, man. Yeah, I looked at that. I was like, oh my god, it's only like three weeks away. Yeah, which means I have to go on like a super fast if I'm riding anything. Yeah, you're going to want to fast <laughs> everything. You're just everything. going to drink water and eat a leaf. Yeah, exactly. That right there, 100%. <laughs> I have to go on like one of these diets that these superheroes go on. That's That, my friends, is what we call a segue into TC <laughs> fandom. <laughs> All right, so before this event happened, you hit me up. You're like, man, I want to be on your show and talk DC fandom. So I, could, I can assume you're a huge DC fan like myself. Absolutely. Like when I was getting ready to watch this thing, and like you said, I hit you up because I don't have an outlet to talk about this stuff on because, you know, Hunters, I'm not really bringing up stuff comic book wise, unless if it's something like the New Mutants, obviously. But like DC is my my love. Batman's always been my favorite. And I just feel connected towards those superheroes more so than anything so when comic-con was pretty much a letdown this year and dc announced that they were doing a fandom i was going to live it up and i literally no lie from 1 p.m to the end of the batman panel i was in front of my tv watching or listening to the entire day yes that's what i like to hear that was my plan as well but then all of a sudden i became popular i don't know what happened but um (laughs) Yeah. Um, what are you saying about the... me, bro? What? You're saying oh, no, I'm unpopular? A... I'm Mr. No. Nerd? <laughs> I'm saying you're a much better fan than I am. Okay, I'll take that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what happened is I talked about on the first segment of the show, I returned to the movie theaters that day because I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking ahead and I bought my ticket for that day. Mm-hmm. And then my friend from out of town came in and we just hung out all day. So I was paying attention, but not nearly as close attention as you were. Right, right. No, I get that. Things happen. I literally had to tell everybody there was going to be no hangouts. There wasn't going to be any podcasting, no watch alongs, no nothing, because I legitimately wanted to devote myself to this just because I knew there was going to be announcements, trailers, surprises like I needed to pay attention to it, especially since I was going to come on the review at Rob show and drop some knowledge for these people. Yeah, we're a high class show over here. We got to have nothing but knowledge on the show. That's right. That's why wonderful ain't here, baby. <laughs> you know, again, I say we're like anybody else does the show with me. I host it by myself. <laughs> it's okay. You're really great as a one-man show. I did a podcast once that was just me. Hated it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in between Haunters and after Zach's movie show. In, in between, I did it. Oh, I'll, actually, I'll even tell you what it was. It was me preparing to be a father. So I did Ooh. like a journal uh, journal type podcast where it was just me going over all the events leading up to his birth. Hated it. Hated it? Hated yeah. it. Just because I had to talk by myself, go through the events, give my feelings. I was just not, not for me. I get it, man. It's, it was a huge change for me to be doing a show by myself, too, because I'm not that social of a person. I don't really talk all that much. Yeah. But when it comes, plus I was one half the Disney one, so I had my brother to do most of the talking for me. Right, right. Once I ventured into this show, it's like, okay, well, I have to carry this all by myself. But at least it's movies and something I love and I'm passionate about. So it makes it easier 
talk about, right? Well, I think you're doing a wonderful job with it. I listen weekly. So, and, and take this with all seriousness. If you can entertain me by yourself through an entire half hour, 45 minutes, you're doing something right. Heck yeah, man. Thank you very much for that. And I will uh, cash app you that 20 later. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. thanks, thanks. Yeah, Just no hit me up at Universal. <laughs> buy, me, buy, me, <laughs> buy me one of those Jaws drinks. There you go. Well, what is it called? The shark attack or the shark yeah, bite? I think or it's something? like a shark bite or shark attack. Yeah. All right, cool. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk something else. <laughs> um, let's see. So I was, like I said, I was halfway paying attention. And as soon as I sat down in the movie theater, I got the notification that the Wonder Woman 84 trailer was out. If I'm following the timeline correctly, that was our first panel, right? Absolutely. Yep. All right. So. Wonder Woman 84, we had our, we had the one trailer before and then the movie got post or moved back a little bit, but this is our like first actual full on trailer. Gives some more idea of uh, the story we're getting as well. Our first look at Cheetah. So let me know how you felt about that trailer. man. I, I think the trailer is really solid. I think it gives a little more of the Chris Pine Gal Gadot relationship. Um, I love Steve Trevor. I love that he's playing a fish out of water and this version of the movie throughout the you know to the end of the trailer where he's like parachute pants everybody parachutes now like <laughs> yeah. it's just funny lines um and i think we're just getting enough glimpses i think cheetah does look scary i think um the fact that we don't really know why she's going after wonder woman but it is a very it feels very like um amazing spider-man 2 with jamie fox's character or michelle pfeiffer with catwoman like i feel like that's the type of character it's going to be and Kristen wiggs wonderful gal gadot's obviously wonderful action set pieces look amazing so i'm really looking forward to this one and i'm i really hope it it does release on the day it's supposed to in october Absolutely. Me too, man. Um, and yeah, I can watch Gal Gadot in anything. I think I watched a Fast and Furious movie just because I saw she was in it. Oh, yeah, she like, was. I mean, there's that Nile movie coming out that she's in. And like, Ooh, that looks so good. Yeah, it looked really good. I mean, I wish I saw the Orient Express one before I still haven't. But once I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, I'm watching that. Then I got to see this movie. Oh, yeah. Murder on the Orient Express. I did check that out. That was Johnny Depp and Daisy Ridley, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it. Nope. I didn't. I, I wouldn't put I it mean. up there with. I wouldn't put it up there with like Clue or anything like that. But it wasn't bad. Yeah, and it, it, that's fine. I don't, especially if I watch it on video. But I'm definitely going to go see this one in theater for Gal and the fact that we haven't been in theater for ages. But back on track, Wonder Woman looks fantastic, and I, I'm ready for it. Yeah, it does. It has so many questions attached to it. Like you said, we want to know what the relationship between. Uh, Gal and Kristen Wiig's characters are going to be in the film because the first trailer, they very much look like they were friends. Yeah, they um, look like they were pals throughout it until the end. You got to figure out if Chris Pine's character is Martian Manhunter or whatever's going on with that. <laughs> figure out how he's just all of a sudden here. I mean, if I was to be a guessing man, the guess that I have is that, um, I forget his last name, but Pedro um, the Mandalorian. Yeah, Pedro Pascal, I think his character is going to be able to grant wishes, if you will. Um That's what and, it seems. and yeah, and I think there's going to be something that happens at a very where uh like DC or whatever are going to be able to have their wishes granted. And I think she'll be thinking about Steve Trevor at the right moment. 
and Trevor will come to life just when Kristen Wiggs becoming Cheetah. Absolutely. I'm here for it. And you know what? The movie looks like it's going to be just as good as the first one. A little bit more fun added to it because, you know, it's the 80s. Right, right. right. Love the 80s. I'm into it. Yeah, absolutely. So we're here for Wonder Woman 84. Next we got, what was it? It was uh, Gotham Knights, right? Yeah, the video game Gotham Knights, which big shout out to Bernard. Yes. Because uh, I was in a message conversation with him for the longest time, and he was shouting from the rooftops about this game and its release date. And honest to God, he was right. And I'm yeah. very like shocked, but big ups, Bernard. Dude, I was there, man. I was in that chat with you. I'm like, I know you were. Because like, that was right after Suicide Squad was announced. He came up with Gotham Knights. Right. I'm like, no way. We're all like, no way. It's not, no. Right. Right. Well, and it's weird because it's like you haven't heard anything about one game and then one game's like, hey, this is happening. And yeah. the fact that like it was so secretive, it's like, oh, we coming out first, sucker. <laughs> Absolutely. But that game, basically, uh, the trailer, not going not to spoil anything, obviously. Uh, Bruce Wayne is apparently gone now. And we're going to be playing as his, you know, his buddies, his mentors, his, team, not his mentors, but his, uh, his protégés. Yeah. So yeah. that means I get to play as Batgirl. So I'm happy. Yeah. I'm really excited for the fact that I can change throughout the characters. They have Nightwing, Red Hood, Batgirl, Robin, and they haven't really divulged which Robin it is. I mean, there's a couple of them that could be. Um, Probably Damien, right? I, I mean, I'm guessing Damien. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like in fairness, it could be Tim Drake. Oh yeah, true. Because Dick Grayson is Nightwing and Jason Todd is Red Hood. So, yes. so we could have one of those variations of Robin looking forward to that. I like the, the fact that you can play single player or you can do online multiplayer. You can't do split screen, same console. But uh, the fact that you can do a co-op story mode is kind of exciting. That is really awesome. So that game looks fun. We're going to be dealing with the Court of Owls. Mr. Freeze is back. So that's going to be like a whole mess. But hey, into it. Yeah. Court of Owls is one of my favorite stories behind Hush. So I think the, the idea of this like secret society, especially Gotham being messed up, that should play a big role into it. Um, I have a kind of feeling Bruce Wayne still you know yeah maybe a part of it somehow absolutely we'll see but i'm excited me too man i can't wait for that uh speaking of hush did you like the animated film have you seen it yet uh i remember watching it and not loving it i feel like sometimes the dc cartoons add just a little bit too much to the graphic novels because they're going for a runtime uh and it's not all the time it's just some but i don't know if i loved hush I got you. I haven't seen it yet. That's one I want to check out. They just announced they're doing the long Halloween today. So, Oh yeah. 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 Long Halloween. I can't wait for, but I mean, like I have under the red hood. That's really good. I love year one. That's good. And the dark Knight returns is really, really good. So out of the Batman cartoons, those are the ones I love and own. All right, sweet. But back on track. What was next? We had flash next. Um, yes. The flash panel was around this time. Yeah. Thank goodness my boy Ezra Miller is still the Flash. They couldn't bring him down, so I'm happy about that. I just like the way he yeah. portrays Barry Allen. I think he plays that nerdy, goofy, energetic kid very well. Yeah, and it's really nice that it's different from TV Flash. I think what the DC Universe does very well is 
we're going to give you the same character, but we can make them feel different and you can understand that. And Ezra Miller's Flash is really cool. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about him later on, but the panel was nice. Um, they did show uh, uh, that the suit's new and that the suit is going to be organic and the lights go through him and stuff. And one of the pictures was with 89's Batman. And oh. let me tell you, and I sent you that picture. Yeah, you and did. brother, I freaked the F out. <laughs> I believe it, because we heard the rumors before, right? We heard that Michael Keaton's Batman's back, but nothing has been confirmed whatsoever. That's basically right. confirmation right there. And the, I think that's the entire point of it, was like, oh, it's been rumor. We're going to show you concept art. You don't put 89 Batman in concept art if your goal isn't to put Batman 89 in it. Exactly. I 100% agree with that. Now, all I, all I have to say is the, that Batmobile better be in it because that's the greatest Batmobile of all time. It's pretty. They First time out of the block in the movies and they knock it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've been on the record. I love Flash. That's my favorite superhero. So I'm... Mm -hmm. I was highly anticipating this panel. Of course, I missed it because I'm freaking me. But I'm so happy <laughs> to see that Ezra was there. Uh, Andy Machete sounds like he's got a great idea for what he's going with. Of course, Andy did the It movies. Uh, first mm -hmm. It movie, fantastic. Second It movie, however you feel about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. He seems like we got a great storyboard on because the Flash. It was on like death nails almost it was just down there and they could never figure out what they were doing with the film almost like new mutants but like worse because new mutants was done but never released <laughs> yeah, new mutants was filmed yeah. yeah i yeah i think i think this has had the hardest time just because of how many writers directors have left the property um and you're right i like andy machete so much through the it film this was specifically the first one but he does a good job mixing comedy with horror that i feel his take on this hopefully feels a little back to the future but in that kind of universe that dc's dark i mean like if you're bringing in 89 batman you're going to have kind of tim burton elements into it so i'm i'm excited and the fact that i mean rumor has it that ben affleck has signed on to play yes. Batman as well in this movie. Like, the, I, and I told you, I was like, I think The Flash is going to end up being my favorite, like, movie ever just because you're putting both my favorite Batman in one movie. That is bonkers. Right, exactly. Um, Batflake is rumored to be returning. I think I saw a rumor of Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, which is freaking wild. I'm, but, oh my God, if that, the goose pops up my body right now. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. But I mean, if she comes back, does that mean we get? No, he's never mind. Um, I was going to say <laughs> Danny DeVito back as Penguin, but never mind. That's not going to happen. No, no, he dead, bro. Yeah, he dead. He gone. He gone. Um, he gone. That's why so somebody brought up Shrek. Zach Nicholson's Joker too. I'm like, ah, uh, he's not. Uh, he's not around. Pretty sure he's <laughs> dead as well. No, that's the that's the fun kind of part about it. It's like you don't really have to bring back anybody. I, if you bring back Michelle Pfeiffer amazing if you you know keaton being there amazing but you can play with so many different uh sandbox toys now because it's in that universe and you can see what they wanted to do i'm not saying we'll get billy d williams's two-face but ah. it's possibility it's possible i mean those star wars films are done now exactly but uh yeah like i think i saw yesterday when i was watching some stuff too that they're basing this this film obviously 
is going to be the start for their whole mo- uh, multiverse to be further kicking. Because obviously that Flash was on the Flash show and we've done the crossovers with the shows. But his Flash, Ezra's Flash being on Grant's Flash's show, that just went ahead and set up everything. And now this film, from uh, the writer's standpoint, like it's going to start everything over for the DCEU. Right. And there's a panel that happened during the um, the DC fandom event where they had the movie president, the comic book president and the TV show executive producer all having this great like dialogue about how like they want to merge all their worlds because if it works, it works. If it doesn't, if they want to do Elseworlds like the Joker movie, like they can because they're very filmmaker heavy and I'm, I'm not here to knock Marvel at all, but anybody can say that like, there's a lot of movies that come off that from Marvel that look very TV movie because they're, you know, they're going for the big story, not the, the actual filmmakers making besides like maybe the Russo brothers, but like the, like DC, the way they're, setting up their new world it's kind of bonkers it's going outside of just the Snyderverse. we're actually going to go to different worlds and flash will be that character that can bind us through all these worlds exactly and that's what i'm excited about because i think dc i love dc to death but i think they tried too hard to capitalize on what marvel was doing with the whole let's connect everything let's hurry up and get the justice league out there and that's kind of where they stumbled now you have your multiverse you have your own thing you go forward with that. Don't even worry about what the competition's doing and just build your thing, man. Cause you know what? DC started it all. So what are right. you worried? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm absolutely in agreement with you. I didn't feel it it's really weird because like I, I'm I'm a diehard DC fan. So obviously I'm going to have like a counter to someone's like opinion if it's wrong, quote unquote. Cool. Um but like looking at how DC started off their universe with Man of Steel and then just jumping to Batman v Superman, I get it. Batman's been around a million years and like the Batman that we were going to get or the Ben Affleck bat, uh, Batman was an aged uh, superhero. We wouldn't have been able to see that for many of sequels. So I absolutely adored the fact that they were like, trusting fans of being like oh look at that that robin suit means robin's dead and like you know to a moviegoer at least i took i was like all you have to look at that and say robin and you know who robin is you didn't need to dive deep into it being jason todd until later on but neither here or there I feel the route they're going now is a very like you know what effort we're just going to do what we're wanting to do we're going to create this multiverse and i think fans will be able to accept it especially if that means we're just going to connect to previous properties that'll help a bunch absolutely i 100 agree i'm just like you man i stand up for dc so much i have a friend who's just a diehard marvel fan so i'm always in a battle with him but I love DC, and I've, I've enjoyed every single movie they've put out in the DCEU. Justice League, whatever it is, I still find parts of it that I find enjoyable. But we're going to oh, talk about same. Justice League here in a little bit. Same, same, same. I have Justice League on uh, <laughs> Blu-ray Steelbook. Like, I'm not messing around. Like, I'll get into my feelings after that, but we can move on. Absolutely. All right. What's uh, Suicide Squad's next, right? Yes, Suicide Squad. 
James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Excuse me, it's not Suicide Squad. It's The Suicide Squad, which is still confusing because is it a reboot? <laughs> is it a sequel? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I... they brought back Margot. They brought back uh, Jai Courtney as Boomerang. They've got Viola mm-hmm. Davis back. I think Rick Flagg is back. Yep. So, sequel, I guess? I See, I've always looked at it as a sequel. I don't look at it as a reboot or anything because... Of it having Harley Quinn and Rick Flagg, um, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis's character, like I just think it's continuing stories. And just like how Birds of Prey, I mean, they gave you all that story at the beginning of where she like broke up with the Joker and stuff like that. Like, yes, Jared Leto wasn't in it as the Joker, but that to me continued that story. So I feel yeah. like this is just okay, Amanda Waller has got more bad guys in jail because it's working out. So now we're doing our next mission. And yeah, they may not reference suicide squad outside of the original characters. Um, but I feel like we can move on. I mean, like how many movie sequels really reference their previous movies in the past? I mean, like, I don't feel like bad boys Two really talked about bad boys one. <laughs> In, when that movie came out, you know what I mean? So I, I'm looking forward to this. I thought the, the teaser quote unquote was kind of cute because nobody was announced of what character they were, but they revealed everybody's character in this uh, teaser. Exactly. That's what I loved about it is that it wasn't the traditional route of here's a trailer. It was like behind the scenes footage and people talking about what kind of characters we're getting with this one. And James Gunn's vision is just, that was so cool because I love behind the scenes stuff of watching films. I'm sure you're just like that. And seeing all that stuff, it was really cool. And them going that route was awesome to me. Yeah, it was it was pretty slick. And I love the entire cast. I think the cast is one of the best I've ever seen in an action comedy. Um yeah, that's a strong one, cast for sure. Yeah, and I love John Cena. Like I think John Cena is going to be great as peacemaker in this film. That's who I'm looking forward to kind of the most. But there's one thing that I did notice about the reveal, and I'm glad it's kind of catching on. Um, Takawatiti's in this movie, and they didn't reveal who he's playing. That's true. You're right. So I didn't think about that until you just said it. That's right. Yeah. So my guess, if I was a guessing man. Um, I think Taka is going to be the villain of the movie and I don't, I don't know who he'll be playing, but man, please let him be the bad guy and let him chew that scenery like a good steak. It's going to be Raj Al Ghul. Please don't tease me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's very exciting. It is very exciting. That's where my brother would come and he's like, you're Mark Bernard and stuff again. I'm sorry. I mean, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love the fact that it's going to be like a 70s action movie. Like James Gunn at the panel was like, this is the most explosionist movie I've ever been a part of. Like the visual effects are going to be bonkers. Most he's ever done. So like, and the guy who's doing the work with him has worked on uh, like Avengers Endgame and stuff like that. So like, the fact that that guy is like, oh, this is the biggest action set piece things I've ever seen is wild. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm into it. Him even saying it, that is this, this is the biggest film he's ever done coming off of the Guardians film. It's like, wow. So, yeah, right. that's anticipation's building. Um, new look for Harley Quinn. Fantastic. Margot's 
always she's amazing as Harley. It's like she was yeah. built for that character. Uh, no Deadshot this time around. No nope. Jared Leto Joker apparently, which I think James Gunn and Jared Leto have an issue. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? Maybe he shows up. We have no idea what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, like they can they can always film a post credit scene with Joker, um, and and being that James Gunn is going back to do Guardians, if they decide to do a Suicide Squad three, they could give it to Ayer. Ayer could come back and wrap up the trilogy, and it could be Joker centric if you wanted to. Which I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I saw on Twitter that I just absolutely loved is the support that David Ayer is showing for James Gunn. He, he, reshared everything talked about how much he loved uh what he's seeing from james gunn james gunn in return talked about how much he loved david ayer so it was awesome seeing yeah. those two guys getting along with basically the property they both worked on can't yeah. wait to see what's and, coming from the future yeah and i mean we're going to get into something later but i really hope that shows enough support to gain ayer um maybe maybe not necessarily a four-hour cut but at least a <laughs> cut that he would want Meet the Jared Leto cut where he's actually in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Jared Leto cut, and he's just giving everybody rats. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> rats and use condoms, right? Why not? All right. So, uh, did they do the Suicide Squad game right after this? No, Suicide Squad games right before the Batman. So, the next one should be Black Adam. Black Adam. There we go. All right. Uh, yeah. How did. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I absolutely love The Rock. Let me go ahead and say that first. Yeah, go for it. They didn't have an actual trailer because I don't think they've shot anything for that film whatsoever so far. But I just know. Yeah, I I heard him talking over the concept art. and I'm like, that's just The Rock. (laughs) He's kind of like putting on a voice to kind of be a little menacing to be Black Adam. But I'm like, that's The Rock. So I'm really curious to see what he's going to bring to the characters to where it's not like every other film he's kind of been in other than separate roles because he can change it up when he wants to. But right. I'm just really curious about this character, especially I so, don't think Sam has anything to do with it. Well, OK, so there's a lot to unwrap. I think out of all the panels that they had, this is the one that has the most questions, because like you said, the rocks, the rock. He's a guy who can just talk, 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 and he'll sell you on it. And he does oh, sell yeah. you in this because I did like the fact that they had a concept trailer with um, art and it's his voiceover because I think Jim Lee did some of the art during the trailer, which was smart because they were supposed to start filming already, but with everything going on, it's postponed to like, I want to say December, January because rock's going to have to finish. uh, Was it red notice? The movie for Netflix. Yeah. So he still has to finish that before he moves on. But and he's got a match um, with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? I mean, right, exactly. (laughs) We gotta get this thing moving. I gotta get him and Reigns, baby. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's interesting is because The Rock really skated over the fact of whether this version of Black Adam is a hero anti-hero or villain and i think the reason why he did that because throughout the panel he kept teasing superman like he kept like one day i can work with wonder woman i would love to do that i would do or maybe i'll work with superman nah and then he went on (laughs) and like the end of it was like you know the hierarchy which i love this line where the hierarchies now going to change i'm not saying that this is where they need to do this But if I was a gambling man and the way I would really love this to go, I think Black Adam, because in the trailer they show you he's going to face off with the JSA. 
Oh, yeah. So, so he's going to face off with them, which has a lot of iconic Golden Age, Silver Age uh, DC characters. So, like, I feel like if it begins with him, like, kind of teaming with them, but then not liking that, moving on, then it ends up in the future with some Shazam backing, uh, battling back and forth. And then it ends with almost like Black Adam is Thanosy. Where he's yeah. now like, I want to rule the world. Like, I tried to save it with you guys. It didn't work. I tried to um, be your leader. You didn't want me. So now I'm just going to take everything for myself. And that can lead up to a Justice League 2 with their villain being Black Adam. Or even a Man of Steel 2 or whatever sequel with Superman versus Black Adam. I just feel there's there's too much with the rock where it could be a one and done, but the way that he was phrasing things, it doesn't come off like he's going to be like how Tom Hardy was an anti venom or anti villain or hero in venom where we know eventually venom's going to have to fight a Spider-Man. I just feel like this is very in the works of let's make black Adam our Thanos. Actually, that makes sense. And The Rock has been attached to this film for a while, so I could see him staying on. He's been attached since he was a hurricane. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, that's true. Yeah, he's been there. And Henry Cavill, I mean, he's still Superman, from what we understand. So, Yeah, I I, I 100% still think so. I, I still think he is. And they've been talking about Superman being a, like, side character instead of having his own movie well it's kind of perfect for me once they get to shazam and and it's already been said before this even was a panel but shazam 2 isn't going to be black adam already i think the post credit to it will get black adam then a shazam versus black adam movie then you can get black adam in his own like if superman was trying to help um shazam in in his movie to fight you know whatever and try to help him battle black adam and it not work and shazam get hurt or something like that now superman's got some like like almost like how tony did with spider-man like now that's the kind of feel you know what i mean the true story absolutely and um yeah sorry i keep rambling by the way i told you i don't have a gosh darn outlet I don't, I mean, it's fine. I'm loving it. You keep talking. The more you talk, the less I have to talk. And that's a good thing. <laughs> but um, going back to the JSA, I freaking blanked on the dude's name. For some reason, Dr. Death's popping in my head. It's probably because it's wrestling time right now. But um, <laughs> what is his, what is his name? Dr. Fate? What is his name? Yes, Dr. Fate is Dr. one. Fate. Um, Then there's something Adam. Uh, Hawkman Adam is one. Yeah, Adam Smasher is one and Hawkman is one. And then there's four of them and I forget the fourth, but I can't look up because if I look it up, our connections. Don't do it. it. (laughs) (laughs) We can let them fill it in. That's y'all's homework for next week's episode. Um, There it is. But yeah, that movie is very interesting. Can't wait to see Dr. Fate. He's got some awesome skills, everything. That's going to be cool to see. Uh, As far as Shazam goes, they only gave us a title for the sequel. Nothing really else. Right. Yes, I, I will say this. It was actually my favorite panel because it was just a bunch of goofing around. Like on the top of it, it was called a share zoom. 
call. Ah, so I thought that was hilarious that they would work with that. But they did give the title. They said Sinbad's in it. So if Sinbad <laughs> the comedian's in it, I'm all in. Yeah, um, God, yeah, Sinbad's but, fantastic. Yeah, but it's called uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. And that's kind of a badass title. Fury of the Gods. I mean, so Superman, you can tie it in right there, right? Exactly. So and we saw Superman in the credit scene for the first Shazam film. So yes, yeah. So I mean, anything is possible. Like I said, Superman could help him out in Shazam two, like trying to make him a better superhero. Then in Shazam three, he tries to help him fight Black Adam. It doesn't go well, and then we could get to that JL two baby. Yes, because <laughs> that because the first Justice League set up a uh, villains group. At the end of that, film. yes, so, yes, exactly. Still going that route. We don't know what route they're going with Justice League, but we'll get to that now. A couple more talks. Um, well, now no. are we on the Suicide Squad game? No, now we're in the Justice League. Oh, we're in the Justice League. All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, great. Zach Snyder's, Snyder's <laughs> cut Justice League, the myth, the thing that everybody wanted that never thought was ever going to happen, the rumors of everything that could be in the film. It's finally happening. Snyder's cut of Justice League is happening, man. How excited are you? I'm super duper excited because <laughs> like we talked about a little bit before, like I don't hate Justice League, the theatrical cut. I don't mind it at all. I think it's a... Is it because you're like a huge Joss Whedon fan? Is that why you don't mind it? Yeah, or I, I mean, part of it's got to do with that. Um, To get into a little bit of it, I mean... It was asked if the line, do, do you bleed from Superman's going to be in a movie? And they were like, no, mm -hmm. that's a, that's a Joss line. And like, yeah. I told you, I was like, I thought that line was terrific because it fed into what Batman's response later, it wrapped up the BVS. And to be quite honest, I mean, I get why Zach, Zach says he's never watched Justice League. So he can't really critique a film he's never watched if he truly hasn't watched it but like i said i don't think justice league is joss's fault justice league is a hundred percent warner brothers fault because mm -hmm. they took a movie away from a guy they said hey we want a two-hour version of this apparently five plus hour thing this right. guy made and so <laughs> joss had to ride around reshoot and get it cut to make it coherent to put in theater like i said it's not a great movie. It's not my favorite movie, but like I, it was a superhero movie watching superheroes on screen that I've never seen work together before. That was enough. Um, and it's definitely not my favorite. I think all of them are ahead of it by miles mm -hmm. in the DC world, but again, it's enjoyable, but that all being said, everything being put away, the fact that we're going to have Zack Snyder back doing his cut of Justice League, which is going to be in four-hour increments on HBO Max, is just stellar. I mean, Absolutely. gosh darn stellar. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm here for it. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I would watch the four-hour movie, but I think this helps the casual fan, if right. you will, to be able to pay attention to something this long. Do you think it's right. going to be like one every week, or are they going to release it all at one point point? you just watch it at your pace? 
I think that it'll be once a week, they'll release an hour. And I think after everything's said and done, they're going to release all of them together in a four hour cut. Just if that's the way you want to watch it, because he even said he was going to try to make that happen. Um, That being said, they could drop all four. I mean, like Netflix drops all four hours from the start on all their shows. So, I mean, I wouldn't hate it because I would love to watch all four back to back to back. But like you said, the average consumer may only want to watch an hour a day just so they can take it all in. Um, as a trailer goes, the trailer was fantastic. I It wasn't my favorite trailer of the day, um, but I really enjoyed it through the aspect of the music with the Hallelujah song. Yes. Uh, the fact that majority of the scenes that we see are all brand new stuff we haven't. Um, and I love the fact that we got the black costume in the trailer itself. Oh, so freaking good. And um, yeah, the trailer, it starts off with our big bad right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. With yeah. Dark side, right in front and center. Yes, yeah, dark side right there. It freaking hits us in the head with a freaking hammer. Um, right. And then we go into the trailer. And like you said, they go into Hallelujah, which just caught me by surprise. Like you don't hear any talking until the very end of the trailer, which is a fantastic uh. It's just hallelujah the whole time. You're seeing scenes you remember. But like you mentioned, there's new stuff like Superman, the black suits. You see yep. the uh, Flash and Iris West scene. Yep. You see the, uh, the Flash and kind of what looks like the Speed Force when he's standing around. It's yep. just, oh, my God, I'm so ready for this movie. Yeah. And, and, yeah, go, yeah go ahead. No, no go you, for go. No, no, no oh. you go. All right, fine. I mean, it is my show. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, just seeing all that stuff and it just gets you more and more built up and excited. And I... I didn't see any of the panels. I only got to see trailers. And nice. when I was watching the trailers, I saw that. And then I would go back and read what was being said. And you mentioned how the four hour thing, uh, Zack Snyder even went on to say that if, even if people don't have HBO max or working on a way for it to be put out on, you know, physical copies. So that's right. great news right there. Right. Um, but they also talked about stuff as being removed. And one of the scenes that just killed me in the original film was that whole Russian family scene. And then right. it's completely gone now. Yeah, I mean, that was 100% a Joss thing. I think what Joss was going for was, like, if you watch the Avengers and Age of Ultron, there's always people, like, being saved because Joss wanted to save people. Um, and I think one of the biggest criticisms is that of the DC universe, of the DCEU, you never see anybody really being saved besides Lois Lane. Um, it's and- true. So that being said, I feel like that was just a misstep, like good idea on paper didn't pay off to the fans. Like the fans didn't want to see that. And I understand that because they had multiple scenes that we really, truly didn't need. Um, I'm, I, I think this is going to be awesome. My question to you is, do you want, do you think that we're going to get, whether it be a Fathom event or a weekend only, do you think there's a possibility, at least for a weekend, that this movie will be in theater? Oh, man. That's a tough question, because I think it's like one of the huge driving forces to get people to buy HBO Max. So if they just put it out in theaters, that's kind of taking away what I think their plan is. True. But, um, I mean, I would obviously love a Fathom Fathom event. I would go there. I mean, I I went to freaking Jurassic Park and Jay and Silent Bob's reboot right. for a Fathom and double feature. So 
Not that double feature. What a weird double feature that was. <laughs> yeah, that's a wild one. We need to talk to Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith <laughs> Bob in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Jurassic Bob. I'm pretty really? sure we can make that happen. He gets high a lot. Um, oh, yeah. But I think if they were able to do the HBO Max four-hour miniseries version, then maybe in the summer, say, hey, we're putting all four hours before we're releasing this Blu-ray that contains it all, too. And there's going to be like a Zack Snyder Q&A, blah, 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 with the Justice League. I think that would sell me the most. That would be a great idea, actually. Look at you yeah. make a good book, man. Yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, I absolutely love. I said I'm here for it like five times already on this episode. Hey, I'm okay if you're here for it because I'm with you there. Yes, that's what I like to hear. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Snyder Cut of Justice League, it opens up so many possibilities. You just love it for all the fans who've been fighting hard for it. And even more, you love it for Zack Snyder, who had his vision taken away from him in the yep. most unfortunate circumstances imaginable. Yep. yep. But he gets to finish his film now. And that's just, that's all you could ever hope for. I mean, it's poetic. It's it's very like it's something we never see. You know what I mean? Like this is a rare circumstance where a lot of people backed his vision, and I'm one of them because I'm a big fan of BVS Ultimate Cut. Yes. I think Ultimate Cut is one of the best graphic novel movies I have ever seen. And if you're going to complement it with this movie, I'm telling you, if you watch them back to back or at least in the same like spanned peep and with man of steel, I think people are going to look at that trilogy of movies differently in the future than how they were received because I'm not throwing shade. The, the cookie cutter Marvel movies that we've been getting the past 10 years. Yeah. That's the problem. Cause they're two different feelings. I'm going to talk about that when we get yeah. to the Batman, but okay. um, sounds good. Yeah. But Hey, Hey, absolutely hey love it. yeah. <laughs> We're up to Suicide Squad. <laughs> Are we? About freaking time. I'm not ready to get that. Either. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Justice <League. laughs> Just to finish up on Justice League Snyder Cut, we're getting more cyborg scenes, whether we need them or not. We're getting them. Look like there's more Aquaman in the film. Obviously, there's more Flash. So, I mean, cool. Justice League yeah. Snyder Cut It's going to be fantastic. And no idea how they're going to build off of it with a Justice League 2 if they bring Zack Snyder back to do the next Justice League, maybe he just comes in and does Justice League. Who knows? I think, honestly, and if I could have anything, I want I want this to go well so much that they go, and this was another thing brought by all those presidents being like, you know, HBO Max could be a new avenue for, like, special event things. I would want a executive produced by Zack Snyder Ben Affleck three-part miniseries uh, in Arkham Asylum. Yes. That's, I think it's been rumored actually that there's a Ben Affleck Batfleck film with Jerry Leto's Joker and Deadshot. Yeah. And I feel like if you did that as kind of a like, okay, guys, this is your big send-off. Thank you for sticking with us the whole ride and the fans. Like, we're going to complete this universe with these guys. I mean, I already feel like I'm asking for too much because I am getting this justice league yeah. and I am a big Ben Affleck man. And like, I love like a man or fan or both who knows, oh. um, <laughs> but, but with him being in the flash, I just feel like there's so many doors opening now that like it could work. Absolutely. And if you give him the time to do his script and his vision on right. that, uh, on that streaming service, 
I'm sure he'll go for it. Uh, with and him so I don't feel bad if I'm saying, yeah. What's up? No, no, I was just saying, and with Ben Affleck being healthy, because remember, like, after after BVS, like, he got in the slump with, like, uh, the divorce that was happening um, and alcoholism, like, he, he had to take a step away from this kind of, like, prime superstar state and redo himself, and he looks healthy as all get out. I mean, he's looking good, so... I feel like with a great mind on his shoulders, because I feel like he is a very good dude uh, overall. I think this is just him being able to actually say goodbye to the character the way he wants to in a way. Absolutely. Completely agree with you. And of course he looks healthy and happy because he's dating Ana de Armas. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't feel oh, bad about saying fan and man earlier because I called Deathstroke Deadshot. So, hey, whatever. We're on the, oh, we're on the same sure. boat. Deadshot, yeah. Deathstroke, who green, green jacket, blue jacket, who gives a shit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but speaking of Deadshot, Suicide Squad video game. Finally, we get to where <laughs> Rob wants to be. Yes, this is where I want to be because this thing looks freaking hilarious. It looks like a blast of a time of a video game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the trailer was pretty pretty on par with Suicide Squad with their comedy and the horror. Uh, I thought it was really great that Brainiac ship has taken over Metropolis. All this shit's going down, and, and like, and they're you know they're doing their thing. They're being the Suicide Squad. So, cinematically wise, I'm into it. I'm I'm kind of put off for, because earlier we were graced with gameplay trailer as well for Gotham Knights. So cinematically just going off that trailer, I'm excited to, to see what's to come, but I am definitely like I'm apprehensive. I I feel the way people feel about the Avengers game with this. I got you. That makes sense. Um yeah, the cinematics were so good. I think I believe that's Tara Strong playing Harley Quinn again, which is fantastic. Right. Don't quote me on that. Uh, I think that's probably Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang as well. But Really? You think I it's think Jai? So. I, hopefully. I, I don't know. <laughs> you see who's King Shark? Who? Oh, you don't know who's playing King Shark? No. It's Samoa Joe. Are you serious? Yeah, it's Samoa Joe. Holy crap. It's amazing. It is amazing. I like this game even more now. Um, yeah, my that's, big that's one of the things I saw. Yes. Yeah. What was your my takeaway? My big takeaway from that trailer is it looks like it's fun, but... At the end of the trailer where it reveals Superman hovering above him, and he just turns that evil look, and you see Harley's face. I'm like, that is some freaking fantastic cinematics right there. I'm into this game just because of how much you put into that one scene just right there. Just that 20 seconds alone. Oh, it was awesome because the reveal was done so well. It it showed uh, uh, Bean going into the helicopter and, you know, grabbing a person, and then angelically here comes Superman holding this pilot like he saved him and then he turns his eyes towards him and vaporizes him and you can look at his eyes being purple so obviously he's under Brainiac's uh, spell and I just love the very end's my favorite where Boomerang comes into the scene is like did we find out who the alpha we have to go to yet and they all (laughs) point to superman in like the most like uh god help us way (laughs) awesome just awesome 
Oh, so good. They had Outcast's bombs over Baghdad playing through the yes. whole freaking trailer. Just energy. And then the very end, you see Superman get hit in the head with a boomerang. He's like, oh, King Shark <laughs> should have done that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, I, this is what I'll say about the trailer. Man, if you can make a trailer look like I just want to watch this as a movie, you did yes. a really good job. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. I will play the game whenever it comes out, which is probably going to be PS5, which whatever I'll yeah it's scheduled for 2022 so you're probably going to want to get a ps5 by then yeah oh i'll wait I'm, i never get one right away but nonetheless <laughs> i think it is now time for the batman correct for the main event of the evening main event of the evening what we all came here for i mean we're here anyways but we right. were right there for uh the batman which we were hoping for for so long as time this film has been hit with the same criticism we've seen with other Batmans, be it Michael Keaton back in the 80s to Ben Affleck more recently to now Robert Pattinson, as I will forever call him, being mm -hmm. cast as Batman. There was all this question about, oh, the kid from Twilight, which, by the way, you people shut up about the kid from Twilight. He does other films, but right. he's a fantastic actor. And I was always on board right away when he was cast. I'm like, this is interesting. Cool. Because I've seen his other work. I'm like, he could pull this off. He's in, like in real life, he seems doomy and gloomy as well. So he's already there. You know what I'm saying? How did you feel when he was cast as Batman and then everything else has gone on between casting and then what we eventually saw? I'll tell you a real quick story that when uh, me and Brooke first started dating, she got sick one day and I told her, I was like, whatever movies you want to watch, we can watch. I just want, you know, whatever makes yeah. you comfortable, I'll take care of you. And she was like, I want to watch these Twilights. And I was like, I've never seen them, so I'm not going to judge a movie. This exactly. is what I'll say. When watching them, especially the first couple, um, my immediate reaction was, oh my God, this guy's brooding so hard. He's very Bruce Wayne and very Batman. And like, I even told Brooke, Brooke will tell you, that's what I said. So that's what kind of kept me being able to watch him was the fact that I could just make up my like idea of this guy being uh Batman. So when he was cast as Batman, I was like, yes, I, ca I casted this back in 2012. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um, um, but like then Matt Reeves, being attached to write and direct. I love Matt Reeves's uh Cloverfield film that he directed. And okay. I and I love the two Planet of the Apes movies that he directed. Um specifically more so the second one. I thought that was a really, really good movie. Um but out of all the casting and stuff like that, before even a trailer was even going to be mentioned, I was into this whole movie. I completely agree with you, man. I was into it. I I'm I think we're both huge Batman fans. So anytime they mention, hey, here comes a new Batman, we're like, we're really anticipating it. We want to know what's going to happen. And we're just in already because we love the character. So once we got past the casting of him, we learned Jeffrey Wright's going to be our Commissioner Gordon. We learned we got Colin Farrell's the Penguin. Just yada, yada, yada. We got uh, Zoe Kravitz's uh, Selena Kyle Catwoman. But anyways, mm -hmm. trailer. So the trailer starts off with like a classic looking Warner Brothers logo. All yep. in red. And you just hear tape ripping. And it's just the most ominous feeling ever where you're just looking at this screen. You hear this tape and you're starting to get the setup for how this film's going to feel. How'd you feel the first couple seconds into it? Spoiler alert, I, mean, I, saw, the tr I saw the video of your uh, lovely wife. I don't even have to really describe what I was going through. All you have to do is go to at Hunter's Pod 
on Twitter and look at the video I posted because like I said, I'm not usually a fan when she does that. She's done it multiple times to me and I'm like, delete that immediately. But <laughs> I mean, I, I was so blown away of what we were getting at the beginning. Like it felt creepy. It felt thrillerish. It yes. didn't feel like, and I love the Nolan Batman movies. I love Tim Burton's Batman movies. I mm -hmm. love Zack Snyder's portrayal of Batman. But yes. it was like, holy crap. Look, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, I, it was like, holy crap, we're actually going to get a Batman movie where the world's greatest detective is going to detect. Yes. About time, right? Yeah. About time we get that. And this is what, year two Batman, correct? Yes, it's going to be year two. So they're also developing a HBO Max series, uh, Gotham PD, which is going to take place during year one of Batman. And what I kind of love is like, Batman's not a focal character in the way of like, you're just going to hear about this guy doing things. Ah. And not, and we don't necessarily have to see him. We're just going to see the cops dealing with the aftermaths or just getting some guy in a mask or something going after these villains. But like this entire trailer, I mean, from moment one blew me away all the way up to when they're like, who are you supposed to be? And then he just goes ham. God. On that may, maybe Joker henchman question mark. And then at the end, just saying, I'm vengeance. Are oh. you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> right? The whole trailer. And like they get the yeah. score of Nirvana behind it. So you're again, yep. just building that suspense and thriller ish to it. And then the like, Nirvana geez. song blended with Michael Giacano's music of the Batman. Like he's already worked on the score. So they blended the music again, go to at Hunter's pod. Look up my <laughs> Batman video. There's a Batman video of just the score from the trailer, haunting and beautiful. Ah, oh, absolutely love it. Yeah, definitely check that out. We're going to give you some more uh, praise at the end of this episode, sir. But <laughs> yes, watching the trailer, first we see the Riddler, and he does not look like yes. any Riddler we've ever seen on screen before, nope. be it the TV show from the 60s to nope. Jim Perry's portrayal to the Gotham TV show. This is completely different. He finally looks like a serial killer. Yes. And like, I love the fact that we're going to have a serial killer playing games. Exactly. What else it's, do you need? It's just, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a couple of glances of Colin Farrell's penguin. Right. Which I, and, I noticed the penguin, but I completely forgot it was Colin Farrell. And everybody started freaking out that it's, hey, it's Colin Farrell. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. That's no, right. He I, is playing the penguin. <laughs> yeah, I caught that right from the get. I was like, did they prosthetic him the F up? And when yeah, I just started freaking out, like, I hate to be this guy, but like, honestly, could be the best Batman movie just by the trailer alone. They've only filmed 25% of this movie. And you're telling me that's what you're going to give me as a first trailer? Exactly. Pre-order them tickets, baby. <laughs> right. Pre-order it. I'm into it. Uh, just yeah, I've watched the trailer so many times. I've lost count at this point. It's just I'm so here for it. Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, excuse me, looks fantastic. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon looks great. Selena Kyle looks fantastic. Riddler blows you away. Uh, the movie's already won the film award for uh, prosthetic and special effects yeah. with Penguin, and yeah. we've got more villains in this film, right? Isn't Two Face a part of this film? 
I I mean, I've heard rumors that like Joker may have an appearance in it. I mean, I don't think they'll jump right into Two Face. I think we'll have Harvey Dent, if anything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the the world is so massive that anybody can be an Easter egg in this first film. But I just love the fact that even by looking at the trailer, you can tell he's not perfect. You can tell he's yep. still growing. I I love, you know, originally when they showed the suit, I was like, oh, that's different. But mm-hmm. watching it on film is exactly what that suit was supposed to be. Like, it looks amazing just seeing it. it's something he built. Like, the panel, my favorite part of the panel is that Robert Pattinson, like Matt Reeves was telling this story, of um, Robert Pattinson talked to Christian Bale about what's something he needs to know going in as Batman. And -hmm. Christian Bale, being funny, told him, make sure you go pee beforehand (laughs) or whatever. Like, just giving him more so an actor's take on it. So Robert told uh, Matt Reeves and the costume designer, and they literally make it the suit so he can pee in it as Bruce Wayne would pee in it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Like they literally were like, oh, we're adding that as a character attribute of yes. the suit. Yeah, so good. That's, that's so, so good. Plus that's funny that Robert Pattinson talked to Christian Bell because he just did Tenet with Christopher Nolan. He was like really quiet about right. the fact he's playing Batman. Right, right. But yeah, that trailer, absolutely incredible. Like you said, I mean, there's a scene where Batman's being blown backwards. You mentioned the scene where he is just owning shop on that dude. That he's just beating the crap out of him, which is like the most violence we've seen in a Batman film since that warehouse scene from BVS. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, so, on, and on top of that, we did also see like um, him grappling hook up through like a center hole or something. And like there's yes. some fire. Um, like gunfire going on around him and stuff like that. But what I was going to say, and I don't mean this as me, because again, I love the Nolan movies. Love the Nolan movies. One of the best trilogies, if not best trilogies ever created. But what I found funny, the first, first time I watched this trailer, that scene where he does just start going ham on that uh, thug, the first thing I thought of was, holy crap, he had a better action shot in this trailer than Christopher Nolan did the entire Batman Begins. Yeah. Yep, that's a true story. So, right there. so, for a movie that's only 25% made and you showed me one action sequence, not even a scene, just the sequence, I know this movie's in great hands. It's in great hands, looks fantastic. Uh, early running for myself as well as best film for 2021. A lot of competition because of films that were pushed back from this year to next year, but Right. Batman's in like a world of its own. Right. But yeah, that film, it ended off with uh, sounding like Andy Serkis's Alfred at the end as well, which we didn't see him, but definitely heard him. So that movie's stacked and ready. And that was it for DC fandom. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue in that trailer. I've gone back to watch the trailer probably around 124,000 million times. Sounds um, about right. But from what I'm, I'm gathering, the Riddler's talking in it a few times. Um, then also Alfred, like you said, near the middle. And then the very end dialogue is Robert Pattinson's Batman talking to, I'm guessing Riddler, but I'm not kidding. 
could be the Joker. Oh my God. Don't do that. So, so I don't know, but I mean, probably Riddler, but I'm not going to lie to you. They could be throwing swerves and having Joker as well. Love it. I'm not one of those people that's sick of the Joker either. I absolutely love that character. Give me more Joker. Whether it's Jerry Lemon's Joker, whether it's freaking Cameron Monaghan coming up, because he deserves to play the Joker. If it's him or whoever they get to play the character, just give me the Joker. He's the greatest villain in DC Comics history. Well, I and, and it is because I am a huge Batman fan. I'm, I mean, I'm never going to be tired of any media you want to give me as Batman. I was telling this to Brooke. I was like, the reason why DC fandom worked for me is because they treated their fans like correctly. And I said it earlier where it was like, not only did I get a trailer featuring a new Batman, I got a trailer featuring a Batman that's supposed to be gone, but coming to HBO Max. And I got a video game with a Batman as well. And I'm not sitting here going, A, I'm tired and sick and tired of seeing Batman. Or I don't understand why that Batman's not this Batman. Like, I'm not sitting here doing that. DC's holding their multiverse brilliantly, where I feel like it would be kind of hard for a certain other comic book industry right now to bring in something because like they have a video game where everybody kind of looks like their movie counterpart, but that's how they're like, are we all supposed to just look at Iron Man now and say, okay, we need to find a Robert Downey Jr. lookalike because Robert Pattinson doesn't look like Ben Affleck. No. Like, so, and um, Ezra Miller doesn't look like Grant Gustin. So, the fact that DC is just willing to open up this multiverse and feel like, Oh, we've always been a part of it is amazing. And I think fandom was an amazing event, top to bottom. And there's not really anything that I can think negative to say about it. No, I mean, it was, it was an absolute, like you said, it's a love letter to the fans. They you bring you in, let you know, you've got all this stuff coming that you've ever hoped for and more coming for you. Look at all this awesomeness. And just talking about the Batman, I meant to bring this up while we were talking about it. What I love so much about what I saw, I love the whole event. It gave me goosebumps the whole time from everything I got to see. Every time I saw something, I was just giddy. It was like the perfect day for a DC fan. But when I saw the Batman trailer, I was like, thank God DC is keeping their vision and they're not changing to be more poppy like the other, like the other side. They're keeping their vision. They're keeping their grit. They're keeping what they know how to do instead of changing up for to meet somebody else's standards and meeting their own standards. And it just made me happy to see that they're still DC. Well, I think they finally saw that their movie platform, they just need to feed what character they have and what kind of tone they want that certain character to have. It doesn't have to be dark and gritty. I get it. Nolan's Batman's were amazing, but we don't need to make Nolan's Batman vision for all the characters. And it's definitely showing now through Wonder Woman, The Flash, Shazam, Black Adam, Superman, Aquaman, and now with Batman having his dark thriller take, like the fact that I'm doing a Hunter's podcast and today I thought I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be able to talk about a Batman movie on our movie show. Yeah, you are. Like that's wild. That is wild, man. You're right on there. And it's coming out around Halloween time. So perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Which I kind of wonder if we'll get a long Halloween as a sequel or, I mean, that's the future. We don't know what's happening, bro, but I'm excited. 
we're living in the now, hoping for movies that are coming out next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I looked at fandom too. I was like, for the year 2020, we needed this. We needed it for sure. At least, I mean, thankfully, we still have fingers crossed. Wonder Woman coming out at the end of the year, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm planning on to go to Tenant because I know that's a WB film, and yeah. I just want to make sure they get at least like a box office that's like, okay, well, we can we can put Wonder Woman out now. Actually, you know that makes sense. I need to buy my ticket. I need to get the I'm getting the new mutants ticket tomorrow. I need to get tenant as well. Nice. Bill and Ted is not playing near me, which is kind of disheartening. Uh, that yeah, no, that sucks because the only theater by me, we have a local chain called Cinema Cafe, and there's four cinema cafes here, and they're all playing it, but no other theater is. And I think that's just because the like the main chains, the Regals and stuff like that, don't want to do the same VOD thing. Oh yeah, that's true. Anyway, you'll talk be able it. to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't <laughs> this isn't Bill and Ted fandom. No, no, not yet. That's next year. That's yeah. when they team up with Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> exactly. The big team up movie. <laughs> but that was DC fandom. It was a love letter to all us DC fans. You and I, we freaked out about the whole thing the whole time. I just remember anything came up, I'd be like, oh my god, that Wonder Woman trailer. You sent me something. Oh my god, Flash's new suit. And it was just like that all day, and it felt awesome to have that so thank you for all that even more oh. so thank you for being on my show man no thank you for having me like i said like i'm very appreciative of you having me on because you are my fellow dc brother and i knew this was like a big movie event for us because we sit here and like you know we're we're wanting dc to have these big wins and i know they have with aquaman and uh wonder woman but i yeah. really do feel like this event was the start of something beautiful for them and i appreciate you having me on as your first guest popping that guest cherry baby yes it wasn't hard either at all <laughs> oh no 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 we came right in i did it <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Dang, we're definitely DC or gritty over here. But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the future holds, but we know we're extremely excited about what's coming from DC. And it, it's just, it's hard to put into words how much that event just hit me and struck out. And I was just so excited the whole time. Yeah, I hope they do another. I mean, I know it's not an every year thing they should do. Kind of like how Star Wars does one every other year. I think that's what they need to do. Yeah, I think they'll keep it. I think Comic-Con is the one that needs to be shaken right now because they don't know who they're going to have showing up right. for them anymore because Disney has the D23 thing. D23. Yeah, this has DC fandom, so. Yeah. Yeah, Comic-Con needs to kind of change now, I think. I think movie studios are realizing they don't need to go there and show their stuff. I mean, I love Comic-Con because it did introduce this, like, internet trailer show it to everybody kind of thing but yeah things evolve man yes nonetheless you and i were both extremely excited about what we saw from dc fandom we're excited to hang out with each other in less than a month to uh yeah. do universal rights <laughs> yeah gonna do our universal fake hhn day it's gonna be exciting yes that's gonna be exciting i need you to tell me what that's about i listened to your show earlier but you didn't really go into full detail about all of it so we're definitely gonna talk <laughs> about before i get there um, yeah, great absolutely. episode, by the way. Great episode today, by the way. Loved it. Speaking of, great interview during that episode. But yes, you have a podcast, sir. Please plug everything that you have. 
I do. I have a podcast called Hunter's Podcast. You can find us on every platform out there, be it Spotify, Amazon, you know, iTunes, all those things. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hunter's Pod. We have Facebook, Hunter's Podcast. And yeah, it's me, Wonderful, and Brooke, and we just talk about spooky haunts that we go to. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, just search Hunter's Podcast, and we have different tiers where we give different kind of like Wonderful has a uh, Tales of the Crypt show, and I have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer show, and we have other things too where we talk, uh, you know, old iconic movies called Iconic. And we yes. also have watch-alongs where we'll watch whatever horror movie. It could be good, bad, ugly, who cares? But we'll watch it, and we'll get into fights mostly with people watching it with us. So it's good times. <laughs> I was a part of one of those fights, but we're not talking about it right now. But <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just put it this way. I'm like a, I'm like a freaking penny pincher, and I spend my money on y'all's stuff because I just believe in it so much. I love the content you put out. I give you crap every now and then about talking about wonderful stuff, but I love the Buffy the Vampire stuff. I'm not even a fan of the show, but I still listen to the show Buffy the Vampire, not your episode. But I listen to I, your episode. I because, that. Yeah. I listen to it and it's fun and it makes me want to watch the show, believe it or not. So that's going to happen. I mean, that's really, that's really the point of the show is that trying to convince people to do it. I know uh, Patreon member Chad watches the show. So. He has a good little feedback of it, but no, I mean, we're just out here trying to do the spooky. I appreciate you being a part of it. And um, I actually want to run ideas of kind of merch that, you know, you Patreon members can have just on your, your own. So I want to get with you. You, you can help me figure out what kind of exclusive shirt, almost like an annual pass holder shirt, if you will. <laughs> I'm here for it, man. Cause when I bought my first shirt for y'all, I, I there used to be an edit option, but it, that went away and it kind of disappointed me because I want to put like Keymaster on there. But nonetheless, we'll uh, talk about that. Later. Um, yeah, man. You plugged your podcast, awesome podcast. You plugged your Patreon, awesome Patreon. Your YouTube page, you play video game um, play alongs. Um, yes. I don't think that's right. Did I say that right? Play along? Play yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say. I mean, it's a little dirtier, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, we have a YouTube where we put a lot of content up there too. We do like the show Trick or Treat where we'll try foods or make our own foods or try different alcohol beverages that are Halloween themed. And we do game watch along where me and the Patreons or, you know, the other hosts will be playing like games like Friday the 13th Predator. I think we're going to get Fall Guys into the mix at some point. But uh, yeah, and you can watch and comment along for those. So good times there. Yeah. You'll find me in the comments there. If I ever hook up internet, I might <laughs> yeah. play along. Dude, you've had the internet for like two weeks. You just haven't installed it. I just haven't installed it. I'm a slacker, man. But um, <laughs> but what else? And my show is a movie show, buddy. You have a movie on Amazon called Killer Reunion, bro, which is a freaking blast. I actually reviewed it on the Disney's podcast. I know. I listened to that. I appreciate y'all's review on that. Yeah. So Amazon Prime, you can watch Killer Reunion, bro. So if you have Prime, it's free. If you don't, you can rent it or own it via digitally. And I'm currently in the middle of writing the sequel where Rob will have a part in the movie. Yes. I'm the star of the movie, everybody. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> You'll have a bigger <laughs> role than Wonderful. Oh, well, I mean, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure you spoiler alert. Here's an exclusive Rob's yes. role with wonderful will be very Jay and silent Bobby. Oh, fantastic. Dude. That's perfect. Cause actually 
I was wanting to get a picture with him at HHN this year to do like a Jane Silent Bob thing and like um, what's the name of the uh, the food place in Springfield? Oh, um, Bar- Krusty Burger. Krusty Burger, or is it Quickie Mart? Well, there is a Quickie Mart, but there is a Krusty Burger where you eat food. There's the Duff Beer place, and then there's a uh, taco truck. Ah, there you go. Um, probably Quickie Mart since Jay and Silent Bob are always in front of a grocery store. Yes. Yeah, yeah you that would have been cool to get that photo. The quick stop version. I like it. Yes. But we'll have to wait I for that this it. year at HH. Yeah, but yeah, we'll have to wait. Yeah. I'm excited to hang out with you and Brooke again. Had a great time with you all last time at HHN. It's going to be a blast this time, man. Oh, yeah. No, the, it'll be. And what's kind of exciting is that. It'll be different than last year because last year we just did HHN. This time we're going to experience the whole park uh, as annual pass holders. Yes. Welcome to the pass holder family, buddy. That's freaking- uh, I I love being a part of it. Thank you for having me. Do we yes. get robes? <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. We can't talk about that on the air, sir. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We'll talk about it off. Nonetheless, you are my first guest on the show. This is my longest episode ever, by the way, because you talk a lot. No. You're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> content. Yes, I love content. This is probably gonna be the most listened to episode of my show too, because you got some followers, sir. I have like two. But well, <laughs> well, whatever. I think it's a good show. I enjoy it. I'm glad you still do it. Listen, that's what matters to me. I love your input, and you're a huge movie person. So if you're loving my show, that's great. But again, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Um, loved having you on. Hopefully, we'll talk more. I was on your show once. Completely sucked. Haven't been asked back. But uh, you've been on <laughs> twice. Calm it down. <laughs> Have I? Calm it down. Yeah, you've been on the. Uh, we did the Avengers one. Is it? Wait, the Avengers that was one. A Disney Disney one. Oh, that was a so you've been on I, Hunters as uh, when we did the uh, Halloween halfway to Halloween. Oh, the twenty-eight uh, days later thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-eight days one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I've only been on Disdoids once, so now I'm going to repay the favor. What we're going to do is have an exclusive show when we're at Universal. So there you go. Yes, that sounds awesome. Bring that horrified game to us. Oh, oh, hell yes, I will. <laughs> All right. Nonetheless, I'm just keeping you longer than I need to. <laughs> Content. Content. But yes, again, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, man. This was a blast. Thank you. Your show was awesome. Love your show. Love you guys. This has been a fun time. DC Fandom, DC, we're ready for you. We're going to see you in the future. Bye. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yes. Bye. See you, Zach. <laughs> Bye, Rob. <laughs> <laughs>